What's the big idea? Alrighty, welcome to uh, episode number 58. I was going to say, said 50, yeah, I said yeah. 57 before. Nice. But it's 58. I was testing you and you, and you passed oh, Grasshopper. Nice. <laughs> I, can, I can stay at this side of the table. You can stay, yes. Well, you're working your way over here. <laughs> and one day I'll be through the wall. Uh, okay, today's topic is a good one. It's mm. uh, do physical punishments work? Uh, we're talking about, obviously, volleyball, right? Um, and by work, we mean make players better. Yeah, do they help in any way? Uh, there's a lot of discussion about physical punishments. We grew up in an era where, or I grew up in an era where definitely physical punishments were more common. Uh, Eric grew up in an era where they were still common. And now we've seen the transition into most places where they happen still. And sometimes people talk about them negatively when they do, but for the, for the most part, they've decreased a lot. Yeah. But there are settings where they still happen and there are still places and coaches who use them. And so we're going to talk about whether they're useful, helpful. Uh, do they work? I think I was right at uh, of that generation where they were really ramping down. Mm. Like when I was like 10 to 16, it was a lot a lot of it. Yeah. Um, well, and, and also we also would just spend practices doing a lot of physical stuff. Mm-hmm. So there was a there was a good component where it wasn't just punishment. It's just like we have to do this if we want to be better. So the that training, was training, yes, yeah, yeah. But then um, for sure, a lot of uh, certain coaches, it was just like f- physical punishment, just like sprints or whatever. And it was mostly like sprints or stairs or practices where you just do physical. Um, and then that definitely went the it went down by between the ages of like sixteen to like twenty four. I would say. Um, so did it work (laughs) it makes me wonder if like would i have a different what i regard like exercise differently now the Mm. age i'm at now had it not been so uh like kind of punishing right um back then that's that's like the main question on my mind because like did it turn you off exercise a little bit yeah yeah i think the the difference though for us now is regardless of what we were punished with or you know rewarded with or whatever you want to talk however you want to say it um i think we've both reached the age where like if we now understand training's importance for longevity and functionality and pain-free living you know versus i I, you and you i think everybody can learn that you know what i mean um i never got turned off physical fitness though because of a coach making me like workout like do you think like you know we're also in a very blamey society we like to blame mm-hmm. i think that there's people who love working out and people who hate working out mm. and if you're someone who hates working out it's very easy to blame a coach that made you run as punishment you know what i mean because like the kids that loved yeah, it for sure because like even there were kids in the punishments who enjoyed it <laughs> right there were kids who like didn't mind getting the the, the what they used to call suicides now right. they call them touching lines or whatever I think I was I think I was one of those athletes where you I, I probably like hated it in the, or in the moment or maybe not hated it but like well I you just, roll your eyes but part of you loves it yeah you know what I mean You're and like, then oh, crap afterwards I'm not I'm not mad at the coach or anyone mm-hmm. I'm kind of like I'm kind of like just I got through it and if anything I got to be one of the players that actually busted their ass off at the thing that no one wanted to do you know what I mean so the, I also 
kind of got off a little bit on that because yeah. I could see everyone else hated doing this. Yep. And I'm like, I don't like doing this either, but I'm going to do it. And then you're going to have to deal with that. Now you're going to be running beside me and I'm going to be going faster than you. And yeah. what is that going to do to you? Well, I just, I don't, I don't know. It's not like, it's just, it's not like I thought about doing that beforehand. It's just like in the moment, I'm like, this all sucks. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, I'm just going to do this anyways, if I can. Yeah. But sure. it's funny that you and I both work out now quite a bit but, and we didn't let but i've like, never been really good at consistently doing weights you know I, what I mean but your definition like that but your definition compared to most people's definition like you're hard on yourself and that's why like right, you know, right. your bad week is like getting in the gym twice right yeah you know what i mean and my um, my bad thing is like if i take a week off i feel like it's been a month and if i take a month off i feel like like hell and it shows in my demeanor yeah and i get miserable and uh and i go back to it right so i think that like I don't know. I think that it's, I think there's a big part of blame going on, but I think there's a bigger issue too in that today the coaches that are doing physical punishments often are doing it because they, they, they don't have to, they don't have, they don't know what to teach or they don't know how to fix the problem of the athlete. Mm-hmm. So they make them run like, like there is a time and place for this. I think the only time where a physical punishment can work is if your players have all the skill and are having maybe a mentally like you yeah, know yeah. mental breakdown. You're like, guys, you guys aren't concentrating today. Let's wake ourselves up maybe yeah. with this here. And now let's see if we can refocus because otherwise, like w- when I see again, it's kind of that confusing pro sports with youth youth sports again. If you're teaching youth athletes your whole practice should be filled with technical information, fixing, tweaking. Here's how you can fix this. Like if you're coaching 12-year-olds or 15-year-olds or even 16-year-olds and you're like, you know what, you guys run a bunch of laps. You don't have time for that. If you're a really good coach, you don't have time for that because practice time is rare. Yeah. And every minute should be, you know what, I notice, guys, that we're not moving our feet very well or I notice some of us are standing too shallow, some of us are standing deep, some of us are over committing to a forearm pass when we should be face passing or vice versa. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's two, there's not, a, like, if you're a good technical coach, you, you wouldn't have time to waste with a lot of punishments for air. Like, I, I hate it when I see a player making a technical mistake and the coach punishes them physically yeah. rather than correcting like i knew some other coaches where players would come to me and say he doesn't or she doesn't that correct was, us that she was just most punishes of our us, right that was most of all the, the reasons why the teams i was on did it it's because we failed at a mechanic of usually pass and serve something like that and then we would suffer um and have to do the punishment where we wouldn't really we weren't provided um or taught how to just do better at x uh or whatever the objective was so that's that was the part that really when I was in disagreement with it, it was over that. However, mm-hmm. I still did it. But the times that I did absolutely respect it was when there was a lack of focus, lack of intensity. That's it. And that's that's the thing that I don't know. Like, how do you coach that? Like, I, I, this is off topic, but maybe not. Like intensity? Yeah. Like, how do you... Because there's so many factors, right? Like, kids are kids or athletes or young adults whatever like they can be super busy nowadays especially with their their workloads if they're at university varsity like sports that's crazy workload so you have that um kids are just seem to be busier or more more stimulated in general yeah there's so much going on in the world going on on phones and jobs so you can show up and i mean this is this is the life value that the, the awesome thing about being part of a varsity sports program is that you're learning to you're developing the ability to when you show up 
to let go of everything else yep. and show up and be present and be there as an athlete and be there as a student and be there as a teammate, right? So that's, it's good to go through those crappy times where you show up and you don't want to be there, but you're just still going to be there and battle it out with your teammates because then the next time that happens, you'll be better at it and you'll res- you'll kind of respect yourself for staying in there. So self-confidence and all that yeah. kind of builds, right? But It's like and, an escape from the world. Yeah, and, and if anything, you, you show up not feeling great, but you feel awesome afterwards, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, hundred um, percent. So that that's part of it. it, it it's it's individual responsibility to bring focus and intensity. Yeah, and it's impossible to keep it up, all, especially the longer seasons get. But I think the best coaches are really good at, and teachers are good at sensing when there's lulls and understanding. Like, okay, we need a fun practice today. So they're like DJs, you know, they're they like make DJs. sure, yep. like, oh, okay, I got to go harness off like, when they bust out the... Yeah. Well, usually <laughs> DJs just put on crappy music so people go buy drinks. That's the, uh, that's the yeah, key true. to being a good DJ. True, true, like, true. You got to play, like, bar, like bars hate DJs that play great music all night. They're like, hey, can you play some crappy songs so people go buy some drinks? They're like, oh. Very smart. <laughs> yeah, that's what they do. Are you a DJ? No, I wasn't a DJ, but I pretended I was. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> Um, with your real estate yeah. agent named Costa Rica. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, my real estate agent in Costa Rica. Didn't want to sell homes. He wanted to DJ in the oh, Philippines. He's, he's yeah. not going to listen to this podcast yeah. anymore. <laughs> no, Damn. I don't think so. Yeah, um, but he, <laughs> he literally <laughs> said to me, but DJing is my passion. <laughs> he said that to me. I was like, what? Well, well, you're not selling my, selling a house is my passion. Anyway, uh, <laughs> no, but uh, no, but I actually I did DJ a little bit. Like I did like for fun, like you know, little get-togethers or something like that. But but I remember, but people like some of my friends who were DJing in clubs, they were like, yeah, we play those. Kind of, like I was like, why are you playing this crappy music? And they're like, oh, we have to because that's what when people go get their yeah, drinks, yeah. right? They'll be pissed off. Just, yeah, that's yeah. the whole business model. Is like ten good songs, couple crappy ones. But um, but no, like good so point. so like a coach or teacher like. You got to throw in the fun practices. And I think if you want to coach intensity, I think we did this before. Like, can you teach intensity in one of our episodes? If you haven't seen that, click up here. Just kidding. We don't know how to did do we? it. Uh, you <laughs> yeah, can, yeah, we don't know how to do well, that. Well, I know how to do it. I could do it, but it's just too much. Today. But just go find it. It's on our list of episodes. Because <laughs> um, uh, I think it was like, can you coach or teach someone to compete? Remember that? Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, right, right, right. And the way you do it, if you're a coach listening, is you have a practice with goals. And like, you know, three on three stuff four on four whatever you want and then like it has a goal and a competition like scorekeeping between yeah. sides that gets intensity up it's also great team bonding it's the ultimate team bonding well i, I feel like there's an element of fun in, in there because yeah fun, it ties in with competition ties in and with, intensity right like yeah, yeah. intensity is easy if people are engaged so um and the team has to be well bonded yeah right? it's, and it's cool to mix it and like you know it, one way to mix in a wrinkle like if you have a two-hour practice is like every you know once a team reaches five points then um then you mix up the teams yeah and then yeah, you go yeah. again I like and, that. Then, I like and then, that. then you to- you can even total up like which player had the most total points on yeah there. yeah and then you got like a king or queen of the beach or you know king or queen of the court uh, this thing where like, oh, okay, tonight's champ is like Vicky or Steve, two uh, names that aren't used much anymore. <laughs> Vicky and Steve. <laughs> like obsolete names. Vicky. Yeah, I don't know. Meanwhile, there's this guy named Steven. They're just like, hmm. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Steve, you're still relevant. Yeah. Look at me. My name's friggin' Subi. <laughs> <laughs> so whoops. Anyway, whoop. Bleep. Um, 
yeah we did like the 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 bench versus the starters was always one of my favorites yeah, i love that and then yeah. put like one of the starters with bench and vice versa right and, like yeah the grudge match like give the bench of... the setter at least right yeah well, <laughs> starting setter would be cool yeah um yeah so like those things that's a good way to teach compete and and then they're playing for something like because so, it's a long season and if you're just practicing endlessly then that's where you're gonna get the all right guys go run the stairs or okay girls touch yeah, lines like yeah. you, know, you guys your heads aren't in it tonight I think a coach can Especially really if they have like big games coming up or they just came off a big game, you're gonna throw that at them. Like, yeah, uh, well, I know, and it's just like the length of season. I mean, like there's um, you know, that's where the team right. sometimes teams are are wise to do the team bonding night, and maybe it can be that scrimmage night. Or, yeah, um, you can invent anything. I mean, the gym is yours. You can have a little mini tournament, you know, on the night. And well, and um, I think that's the reason why a good coach if they can and if the if the athletes have the time and schedule they do the preseason like fitness right because mm-hmm. they're they're i mean we're i'm sure you're gonna bring this up but the whole point of is that you want to educate the athletes as to the importance of physical training yeah right and then sports specific training or even like non-sports specific training just uh fitness in general like playing varsity we, it was like two or three weeks out we're sitting there doing like ass breaking friggin' mm-hmm I'm trying not to swear. Uh, like fitness, right? So bum breaking. Bum breaking. Gluteus yeah. maximus. Is ass, ass, ass uh, well, gluteus maximus. Uh, busting, <laughs> breaking, <laughs> breaking, not busting. <laughs> um, yeah, and then because the the thing is, you do that, and if you ever, uh, if you know, parents or if you're athletes, if you're on a team where they get to do this stuff, you get to actually see the benefit of doing that. Like mm-hmm. you do work really hard for two, three weeks. And then you get back in the gym and then you have your first game or your first practice or whatever. And you're like actually flying or you're not winded or mm-hmm. so like that. And then there's instant, uh, I don't know. Feedback. Yeah. Ooh, like, <laughs> <laughs> and, that, and now, you know, and then for sure that <coughs> it tapers off as a season, you get closer to the season. Like at the beginning of the season, you're still going to have some practices where you're just doing nothing but physical stuff, sprints, whatever. <coughs> Excuse me. Zuby's dying. <laughs> and uh, when you get closer to playoffs, it's not about that because you're already you're already in shape, right? Oh. You're not going to be able to jump higher. You just you need to maintain at that point. Don't get injured, and then just uh, it's all about the mental game at that point, right? Yeah. And do you think there's um, do you think there's a real risk of a coach if they overuse? Um, I guess if you overuse like physical punishments, could you turn an athlete off physical training? Do you think, or do you think that's a myth? Because, I mean, that's one of those standard things that even I believe my whole life. Like, you know, if a coach uses physical... I, mean, I think we've all just accepted that, like a bunch of coaches. But do you think you're turning the kid off physical punishment or, or physical fitness, I should say, by associating it with punishment? Or do you think that's just a genetic thing where you're hardwired or you love it or you don't? I think you're turning them off of that sport. Um or that team in right. particular. Because what's, so, what's the problem? Like, what is the athlete getting turned off? De- Why are they getting turned off? Well, in some degree, I think you are turning them off of physical fitness. But sorry, what? what? Well, why are you turning them off the sport or even physical fitness? I think... Like, what's the difference between, like, the person who physically trains and the person who's forced to physically train? I think it's just kind of messing up with the actually being aware of the great, of the good benefit of the training. Because whether it... Um, is self-induced or you have to do it in response to a coach's demands. The good thing is that, like, and I think this happened with you and I, you and I would run the stairs, do the sprints or board jumps. And then because of our state of mind, we reap the benefit of the hard work of mm-hmm. the, because there's the, the whole neurotransmitter 
awesome thing. But if you're an athlete and they're repeatedly having to do physical punishment, now you're conditioning an emotional state over and over and over again. I think you're just going to make that stronger and stronger where they're just going to be, they're not even going to be aware of the awesome uh, chemicals that they're getting. And not only that, they're probably going to try less and less hard. So they're not even going to be giving everything. They're just going to be getting through this and all they're going to be thinking in their mind. And I've had practices like this. I'm sure you have as well. Mm -hmm. This is a good thing to go through where you're just hating on the coach in your head. You're just like nonstop thinking about them, but you're still, we still did the thing and got rid Mm -hmm. of it. Mm -hmm. But if if that's happening more and more and more, and there's nothing to balance that out, the coach isn't really redeeming themselves in any degree. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I I can only assume that emotions can get so strong that it's just going to make them stress and they're going to want to leave. Like, yeah. That's my opinion. No, I, I think you're right. Like that's I was sort of playing devil's advocate, but I think that the difference is like between the athlete who does it self, like if an athlete does it themselves, like the training, they are doing it with the idea of enhancing their skill and performance versus I think the problem with a coach that jumps to the physical punishments often, I think the players might not necessarily see the benefits of that too. So like like they're not only are you associating negative like physical fitness with negative but you're also not improving like you know what I mean like those players that are saying you're yeah. not making me a better player yeah, here. yeah you're making me a better runner yeah maybe or you're making me fear you but you're not making me want to play the sport better or you're not helping me play the sport better and you know volleyball we talked about this last episode it's such a technical sport that yeah. if you the athlete won't see the they're not, they're not seeing the value, sort of what you said, they're not seeing the value of this physical fitness because now you're just throwing it in as a consequence. You're not even linking it with like, okay, guys, we got to jump higher. So here's some things we're going to do to jump higher. You're like, run lines because we, we're not running. Like we're not. Yeah. You know, unless unless the coach thing. says, unless the coach says, you know what, guys, we can't, like it, the only way, we're, yeah, or, or we're losing when we hit the fifth sets, or we're, we're hitting the third. You know, we're, we're, the longer no the coach match, ever says that. Yeah, when we're <laughs> physical punishment, I know they, they, say, they do they, this. They never it's say not, like, listen, yeah. guys, we trail off in long matches. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that, but see, the difference between like going to it as a punishment um, is a problem because you're not even linking it up with a, yeah, 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 with a goal of like, hey, our endurance. If, I, if somebody came into practice and said, then it, somebody said like, our endurance in long matches is not very good. We tend to lose matches that go beyond three sets or whatever then everybody like yeah man that's right yeah okay let's work on our cardio but that's that's to improve versus punishment is like fear me yeah Uh, and and what else does it do it makes athletes nervous on the court in drills in games and it we know that if an athlete is afraid of some other consequence then they're going to not perform yeah yeah yeah. it's It's, so true If, if you have some kind of negative emotion on your mind while trying to play it's not it's not going to turn out um that's yeah the fear of physical punishment yeah it just it just it actually adds a whole other like we talked about this in the mental health or mental strength mental training one like if the goal is to go without thinking then the coach who uses physical punishment for mistakes is actually increasing the thinking yeah. of the athlete because now the athlete isn't concerned about performing relaxing they're concerned about not messing up and that's a very big difference if you're afraid of messing up like like t- like if you just uh, go try tightrope walking uh, <laughs> try <laughs> yeah, tightrope yeah. walking with ne- without a care in the world and then try to do tightrope yeah. walking yeah, yeah like do it across like you know slack line between trees yeah and then watch how good you get at that and then take it up you know a couple skyscrapers and then try it like where are you going to perform better right <laughs> the fear of messing up is less 
I have, ground, a, so. I have a really stupid story, but example of this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just want to share it because it's really kind of funny. Okay. And I, it's on topic, Eric? Yeah. It's on topic. Okay. Well, it's just on, uh, it's on, on topic of the power of fear. Okay. And, and it's how not, it's not inappropriate, Eric? It's not inappropriate. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Not involving poop or anything. <laughs> poop? <laughs> That's not what I was concerned about with you. No. So this is only, uh, I don't know, this is maybe only like eight years ago. But as a kid, like I used to climb everything. I'm sure as most kids do, like yep. climb trees like crazy or whatever. And then, uh, no, it was maybe like eight or 10 years ago. And so as an adult, like I think it was like 28 or something or 26, okay. I went and I was like, oh, I'm going to go climb a tree. Like, I don't know why. Just to see if you can still can. Yeah. And, and did you get, did they have to call the fire department? No, but oh my God. So I cl- I'm climbing, I'm climbing out on a bow. And then I got to the point where. Did you call it a bow instead of a branch? Yeah, I called it a bow. Oh, that's very accurate of you oh nice thanks most people would have just said i climbed it on a branch well, but branches you, are small oh my i'm God. an experienced little, tree climber little, or i was a little arborist i was You're like an arborist <laughs> okay okay and so i'm out on this thing and like obviously you go from the trunk out right outwards right so m- my butt is towards the trunk and i get okay. to the i point, don't like this visual no, no. <laughs> so i get to the point where i realize i'm like okay i need to go back and then i was trying to calculate how to do it and i realized i had to go backwards and then they and called then the fire trying, they called the fire department knows this is my balance and then <gasps> and i and then all of a sudden i got afraid and i'm like i'm like 20 feet up in the air and i'm like so and just ground. to be sorry just to be clear i want to review <laughs> yeah so you are a 28 year old no, no, we're not asking the reasons why you are you don't 28, get, you I'm just, don't, no, no, i just want to make sure i, I just want to review story i, I gotta finish i just want to review so you're a 28 year old <laughs> adult male you can review <laughs> 26 26 26 okay no drugs Okay, no drugs, just a random urge. Yes. This is a work, <laughs> yeah, this, this is a work day? Is this like is this like Monday to Friday? I think, this is a weekend? I, I, think I was working for you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I hope this was like an unpaid shift time, Eric. Well, I, I wasn't working at the time, but Okay. Uh, oh shock. Yeah. <laughs> I was cruelly on a <laughs> Okay. Were you shut up. were you naked? Were you <laughs> no, no, sorry, okay. Naked. okay, sorry. Uh yeah, okay. So okay. I'm just on the, the point is it got to the point where the fear got so intense <laughs> that you fell. No, no, oh. but like my body locked up and oh. like I couldn't move, and so and then it got worse <laughs> because then it got well, I know then it got worse because then I then I thought I'm like I'm just gonna be stuck here for forever. <laughs> <laughs> okay, shut up. So you said no drugs, right? Just to no be clear, drugs. no drugs. But that <laughs> I, I that, exactly <laughs> a lot. But I just wrote it out. I luckily I didn't panic or anything, mm. but like. In that moment, fear literally is paralyzing. Yes. Like you can't move and it feels like, right. and I was so worried because then I like even lost, almost lost the ability to balance. And then I eventually calmed down. <laughs> I eventually calmed down and then I was able to climb backwards, get to the truck okay. and then climb down. So like from start to finish. <laughs> My point so is. How long was that? I just need to know. It was probably only like a minute. Okay. Yeah. You sure? It was. It felt like an hour. Okay, but it was wow. probably only like. See, this is why we have a podcast. These, <laughs> these, these stories need to be told. I just when you said fear, I was like, no. Yeah. But you know what? In fairness, I think everybody can know. Everybody can relate to that moment, like learning to ride a bike. You're like, you know, that moment where your like your parent is like, you know, they they told they t- you're driving you stiff and they just well, go, you're, you're riding perfectly, and you're like, okay, wow, wow, and then you're like, and then you see your parents said, I let go three minutes ago. And you're, you're like, like whoa, yeah. instantly fly into the ditch, right? Yeah. yeah, that's the same Eric moment you had on that. Yeah, on that, it's just to the ex- on that bow um, to the extreme, <laughs> Eric on the bow. I'm gonna get a t-shirt. Oh, that's good. I have a good a story. 
so that's great because the fear of the athlete from physical punishment i like how i have to bring this back but yeah, yeah. but the fear of the athlete <laughs> that he tense up on the court if yeah. there's a physical punishment. same thing you're right it's tense true up. i have a great well, story someone is afraid they yeah they get stiff and they just you know what was funny like talk about fear of physical punishment like i remember tryouts i, I think i told this story before is this appropriate this is appropriate okay. yeah yeah not it's, in the change room can you what what Oh, I'm just doing what, what you, you did. did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, this is totally appropriate. But this is an interesting thing about physical fitness. And like, so we were having basketball tryouts in high school and I was, uh, you got you, cut, right? Uh, well, let's tell this whole story. I was okay. one of the best basketball players in school, just to be fair. Uh, I was like, you know, person of color. No, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> oh white, sc- white school. Anyway, that's racist. That's racist, Eric. Stop it. Anyway. <laughs> just posture <laughs> anyway uh we had to so our coach so i was young enough in my i think i was in grade 11 maybe grade 12 but i was still young enough to play on the junior team so me and another guy who were like both good basketball players we said let's go to the, on the junior team right and um i don't know why maybe we wanted to be big shots but i don't know but we went out and so the coach in tryouts made us run 10 laps of the whole school, you know, up the stairs and down, like oh, all around, right? The circuits. Circuits, yes. And so... Is that Curtis? At Curtis, yeah. Oh, geez. And yeah. so... Every morning. Yeah, in the morning. And so me and this other guy that we were older, so we decided, like in grade anyway, not in age, but we were like both young for our age, um, kind of gifted. I don't want to get into that. It's a whole different topic. Yeah, right, anyway, right. Yeah, anyway. You decided uh, to cheat. No, we oh. actually didn't. So everybody else would hide under the stairs uh, to avoid running circuits. So these younger guys, but me and this guy, Mark, we wanted to be leaders. So we said, no, no, we're going to run the full circuits. We're going to show these guys to run 10 full circuits while they were hiding under the stairs. Did you, did they, you see they, them? You didn't see them. We you saw guys... them. They, we saw them. They were laughing under the stairs. But we, this is early tryouts, right? Who are they hiding from? The coach wasn't paying attention? Yeah, the coach was not paying attention. Like, and Well, he was in the gym, right, waiting for us to finish, right? But let me tell you this story. So mm. so me and Mark, we were doing the right thing. We're like not going to – we said to each other, no, we're going to run all 10, right? So everybody else comes back to the gym. We come back last. And, you know, he did this for two or three tryouts. And then he cut us both. And, and we were the best players on the team. So it was like very weird. I remember like some other teachers were like, what the hell? How would you get cut? And then I was like, I don't know. And this teacher thought that we were dogging it. He thought that we were take because we were so good. You gotta be kidding me! Yeah, we come back gassed like winded, yep. and Win- they come winded, back fresh. But we come back last. And he never picked up on this. No, he, well, I mean, they're not fresh. Like they might do five, right? They'll come back okay. sweaty. They'll come back tired. But they did half or like three quarters. Uh. Shift skipped a bunch. But he thought we were dogging it because we were arrogant and thought we were so good. No one spoke up because they were cheating. They could. Well, we up. didn't know. Like we didn't. Like, he didn't come well, and tell us. No, he you didn't. didn't but yeah, it's none tr- of the other guys did. No, they wouldn't at all. They all made the team, and I was like, oh shoot, we're both not on this team. And then, uh, and, and we were the best players there by a mile. And uh, but he thought like he was a rugby coach. He was also a good basketball player too. Um, and he thought we were dogging it, but really we were the only ones doing all the work. So I was kind of, yeah. And then also came time, hmm. by the way. So after that, like, you know, we would come in and touch lines or do suicides, as they used to call them. Obviously, now you wouldn't call it that, but lines. Yeah. And we were also very slow in that because we had done yeah. so, so much. Yeah. He didn't know. So he just thought we were like not trying. And it never got sorted out. No, never. Not until I became a teacher there. Dang. I who who I, was it? Uh, Willems. 
You know Mr. Uh, Williams? No, I don't. Yeah, he went to Clark, I think, by the time you were there. But okay. he's a good guy, a good basketball player. Like, we used to play in the mornings against the teachers. And you didn't say anything? Or you weren't going to rat them out? Well, I mean, like, he never told... Like, oh, you, know, there you, was didn't, no, there you didn't know why. These were the days where, yeah, you were just like, oh, I guess, wow, not on the team. That's kind of crazy. And everybody's asking you, and like, I don't know. Maybe, and then, you know, you're thinking, well, maybe maybe he didn't know that we were doing that. Yeah, that yeah. Stuff. So... Um, but he told me, I think like at, when I think I was a teacher and he was like, Oh, it's cause you were dogging it. And I was like, Oh, you know, what's funny about that? We were the only ones who ran. And then like, so then he was like, Oh yeah, <laughs> well, <laughs> but that's interesting. Yeah, right? it is interesting. Um, so yeah, I mean, they talk about people doing it for the wrong reasons, right? Like, so we, we, we at that age understood the benefit of doing the, the work and the kids that didn't, um, well, that's consistent with, yeah. How you continue to response with physical punishment later on and in all yeah. your further teams that well, you're on it's right? kind of funny too because it was a basketball team and all those players they all associated if you think about it physical fitness with something bad that's why they were hiding yeah yeah you know i mean yeah. whereas, whereas me and mark yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the more mature guys yeah we were like no no this is good for us this yeah is good for the t-. and it's just a funny example though of like how weird that can be misinterpreted <sighs> or if you're a coach that's doing that I, yeah. I guess I'm lucky that because I was the same, and, and maybe you were lucky as well that we were we were never the ones to, uh, you know, maybe if someone brought it up and then I fell for peer pressure and went cheated, then I would have been very different. But like, I just wouldn't have done that. And clearly, yeah, you either, right. So well, it's funny that we're here doing this too, because this is kind yeah. of like a, mm. it's like an endurance thing mm. that we're doing, right? Episode fifty-eight self-induced torture yeah a little bit right like it's not easy sitting here talking with you on a weekly basis you know yeah acting interested i mean just look at the way i look i'm falling apart no you're a very handsome man oh but i'm like Uh, it's actually that's the best thing about working with you is i get to stare into your wow (laughs) i'm getting very whereas me i'm i'm uh you know not the the beauty that i want that's why you're always sweating i'm always sweating and <laughs> no, but I'm not as beautiful as I used to be. But now my mind is beautiful, so mm. I make love to the listeners with my mind. Yes, you know what I mean. Yes, and they they tune in for your looks. My my mind. Do you do a show after when I leave? I do. Oh, it's called uh, Naked Time. <laughs> <laughs> it's like an interpretive dance with no no talking. It's called No Time for Words. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, so. Yeah. So <laughs> physical punishments, uh, if you're doing them, <laughs> stop it. No, uh, there, I think there is a time. So like I, I said, high level teams, I think that are well, maybe not mentally checked in. What you said, sometimes uh, the reason why, because when yeah. that happens, you as the athlete, you, you know why. And your technical stuff is taken care of. You yeah, just yeah. need a little wake up call. That's maybe the only time it might be so, warranted. Well, what about, do you want to talk about that? Uh, I think you liked this type of punishment or like the one with the serving. Oh, that, that, I, the punishment I like was off the air. Eric. Yeah. Sorry. That's for interpretive, That's whatever. different. Anyway. No time for words. <laughs> but this, this one. Brought what, to you by. <laughs> brought to you by Vaseline. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. I mean. Um, okay. Or Saran Wrap. Sorry. No. <laughs> <laughs> you remember? What is that movie where. Uh, oh, I think this is bad. I don't like where this full is going. Full Monty? Oh, the Full Monty. That was a great movie. <laughs> so funny. Wraps themselves. I right believe up. in miracles. <laughs> that was a good movie. Anyway. Um, it was sneaky physical punishment because right. it's miss a serve two push-ups, right? So yes. it's not that bad. Mm-hmm. But then miss a whole bunch of serves and then you're like, and yeah. your arm's getting weaker. Yeah. Right? And you have to hit the ball. Yeah. I learned that from Mark Ainsworth, great coach, Scarborough. And he said, uh, 
Yeah, because it's great because it's like missing a serve is like a little one point. Yeah. And so he was like two push-ups is like one point. It's no big deal. But if you do a lot, it adds up just like a game. So it's kind of cool that way. Yeah. I think I used to do that with you guys. Like our teams, we would do yeah, like we two, did that. two yeah. push-ups. I, I love that because it's like not excessive, but it's just like... But on the other hand, it's like... I mean, it is good. Yeah, because it, it represents... in It brings some intensity to the practice. And it wasn't like <laughs> making the kids hate it. And I did tell them like, you know, you'll be either the best serving team in the league or you'll be the most jacked team in the league. Yeah. <laughs> so if, if we're really jacked by the end of the season, then that means that we can't serve. <laughs> Isn't physical punishment with serving a bit of a tough thing, a bit of a paradox? Because no. then your arms are heavier. And you no, can't raise but them. it's just that there's always an inherent percentage of error with aggressive serving. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yes. So, well, for me, I think the cool thing about it was that it brought an intensity to serving that in pra- like you know what it did like because in the t- the problem it's, it's not about it, the physical the well, two push-ups yeah well who's who's gonna sit there and miss 20 serves yeah exactly I mean, exactly the cool thing about it is that in a long season what i really liked about it and the reason why i adopted that was because i mean i didn't do it all the time it was just like certain practices but yeah, yeah. what i liked about it is like so many kids just throw away their serve in practice and they don't think that you know there's like ah practice whatever but this one is like all right uh, two pushes for the whole team if you miss it's just enough intensity yeah and then you could also add in the wrinkle by the way of like you know you know if you miss a lollipop serve it's more like it's three or yeah. like, you know what i mean so that way you you can bring in that wrinkle think, of like i, I, I want you to that. go for it yeah, yeah yeah and by the way too like when i was coaching this like with you it was uh, coming out of the era of um, yeah of uh, let serve like you know um, yeah right right no let serves a lot like it was ninety nine right, like early two thousands I think right um, yeah it would have been so that's right so right after Three the rules after? right after Four? the rules changed ninety eight so, or yeah. ninety nine ninety eight ninety nine is when it officially yeah. changed so so we still hadn't gotten the old idea of like you know okay serving needs to be a bomb all the time you yeah know? and you know. If you hit the, you hit the let serve, you know spin serve. I don't think I think we had a bunch of jump servers on our club team too and our school team. I don't so re- remember playing serving. service point at all. I really don't. Like you don't remember playing serve like how you served. I don't remember playing service point. Service point meaning what do you mean? Oh, uh, oh, oh, you mean like side out? Sorry, sorry, side out. Yes, yeah. Oh, wow, it's, yeah, uh, side out, side out volleyball. Yeah, uh, yeah. So you, that's what it's called. Serving. It would have yeah. been pre. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I started playing in... 98. No, wait a minute, 97. Yeah, 90, 98, 99. Yeah. I was playing, like, school volleyball in, like, grade 7, so, like, 95. Yeah, side of volleyball. You know what's funny? Even I have a hard time remembering side of volleyball. Yeah. Because once it took over, even though my whole... I don't even remember this, but my whole university career was side out. Weird. And I don't even remember it. Because, you know, the cool thing, because I played a lot of high-level volleyball. The game really feels the same. You know, but even in when I played in Colombia, it was still side out. Huh. Yeah. Crazy, eh? Yeah. Um, and then it switched when I came back to Canada. And but I've played a lot, so much rally point now that I don't even remember playing side That's out. That's probably why, yeah. Very weird to think of. But guess, um but well, the physical like the like so when we were playing in Colombia, uh that was like, you know, quote unquote court uh pro team or whatever, we got some money to play and uh the coaches there were very hard very like they made us do like way too much what was the schedule like like practice games? it was like so it would it would be like def, like they would they would technically two a day practices yeah and then there would be even on game day we would do like exhausting 
running because like see they were like old school that's brutal well i know but see back then it was like old school like the most fit team wins and physical punishment was big but but it was funny because like um if you're on a team with 20 year olds maybe yeah you're just burning them out but they have the youth to kind of get through it yeah and like you would like throw up and practice and yeah yeah yeah. a few other coaches like that and their and like their philosophy was like if you're super fit then you'll never be tired and a game is easy like sort of that that whole mindset and um but it was tough. Like, it was like, you know, why am I doing this? Like, you know, right. it's, not, it's not fun. Well, and the element of truth in that is that if you are incredibly fit, yeah, for sure, you can do better. That's true. Yeah. Um, I developed, and my shoulder problems developed later, like when I was in my upper 20, like 28, 29. Like, I was only 22 back then, mm. 22 to 24 when I was down there. Um, but when I came back to Canada, that's where I got my shoulder problems. But that was from like playing in men's leagues, yeah, and, and like just no oh, late, up. yeah, no warm yeah. up, literally one injury, and then yeah. Uh, but you know, maybe <laughs> like I don't know, maybe my maybe the physical training, like the stuff I went you through, could have been setting it up. It might have caused me not to train as hard up here. Like it's funny because you look at a lot of pro athletes who retire, and they tend to get out of shape pretty fast. Yeah, like you know, like you look at NBA players and. Uh, NFL players like because their life had been so well yeah they show up and they forced. go right yeah yeah well it's also well, the forced, forced exercise yeah. too, right like mandatory well that maybe turn them off it for pleasure if if I could choose what I well it's not a it's not a linear comparison like the level of fitness I was in when I was 19 or 18 compared to now you would love to go back and do yeah, it. Yeah, but then again, I was 18, but so how do you... But I know at, at that age, like, yeah, we were doing crazy training. Yeah. So that was awesome. It was really cool. Yeah. And I, had, I had a good stretch in my, like, last few years of university. Uh, last couple years, uh, I started... I remember going to the gym on my own and, like, yeah. really, like... And I had, like, this nice little... There's, like, a secret little gym in one part of the campus that nobody else used. Yeah. And I used to go into that gym and just work out, jump rope. And it was all myself. And I remember thinking, like, it was crazy because that was my rest. My rest was, like, go jump rope. Go to the next exercise. Go jump rope. And it was, like, crazy. Huh. And, so, uh, and I was alone. And there was something cool about that. Like, I loved being alone doing it. But you started doing... So that... Because that's pretty intense. Like, you're already supersetting stuff with, yeah. like, jump rope. And I was, yeah, and I was like, only, like, I was 22. So it was near the end of my university career. This was well before social media or whatever. So you just had the idea to do <laughs> this intense stuff. Yeah. Just to, like, why I don't... Like, I'd go shoot some baskets with some friends. And then afterwards, I'd go up to this little private hmm. gym that nobody seemed to know about on campus. Yeah. And, um, <clears throat> and just go work out there. And it was good. It was, like, uh, that's... And then... I, when I did go into the Columbia situation, I was able to handle a lot of the training more. And, um, I think I was craving it too. Like something felt like, you know, um, but then like, you know, maybe that's why when I came home, I, I mean, I still train though. I always, I always kind of needed a weight system and a train yeah. membership. And, but it's tough to just, as you said, in the, in the case of, well, yeah, pro athletes, when they're done, it's, it's very difficult to maintain that. If yeah. you're not still competing because and sometimes it might be because they've shifted. Like, you know, in my case, not that I was like big time pro or anything like that, but I did play a lot of volleyball and I trained a lot. I did to redirect that intensity into business. Right. And that's what yeah. a lot of retired athletes do too. Right. Right. Like they all go into business and then they become fat, fat because well, because no, <laughs> okay. it's true. Because then you've just shifted yeah. your uh, desire to be number one is now shifted to desire to be the best at that, which leads to like cookies, fast food, and like yeah. at, sitting somewhere or driving, you know, doing all the business stuff. 
So the, the tricky thing is to get back into it. But, but I think like the, the bottom line of all that is like, did the physical fitness that we went through that was forced on us or punished, did it turn me off physical fitness? I don't think so. You know? Well, yeah, clearly not. Clearly not. Cause I still keep coming back to it. Yeah. And if anything, I go crazy, like genetically, if I don't play sport, like I tried, <laughs> I went through a mini retirement like a week and a half ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I go through this about twice a year after an injury or if my, you just I'm sad. About this before the show, if I didn't even realize. If I'm sad. Yeah. Uh, I go through a mini retirement. He and did, I, he did buy a Harley though. I was going to buy a motorcycle. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I threatened to go no, uh, move off an Indian bobber, right? An Indian scout bobber. Was, yeah. yeah. Nice. But I didn't buy it. I didn't oh, okay. Buy it. I just, you know, I pretended. I added it to the shopping cart and <laughs> I exited the browser. Yeah. But um, no, but I, you know, the physical fitness again, like it just, if I don't have it, I get depressed and I get, you know, we talk, there's a whole mental yeah. health thing too, right? Yeah. Um, so I don't think that, I don't know if you can kill it in a kid, but you can sure turn them off the sport. Like you said, like there's, there's coaches that are just running so. teams into the ground and punishing them what? when they should be working on technique. Yeah. Right. Like, especially youth sports. Like, I'm sorry. Like we're talking me when I was an adult and you, when you were an adult, like, but in youth sports, if you're not teaching them how to fix the problems and just running them because, yeah. you think, or even if, if like even in the college level, right? Like you had young players on your varsity post-secondary team. I had that too. I had coaches that would just punish us rather than saying, what am I doing wrong here? Like, yeah. you know, and there's an answer. It's easy. Like a good coach, a good player who can articulate things should be able to explain to you what you're doing wrong. And if they can't, they're, they sometimes hide behind the physical punishment. In, in hindsight, it's actually staggering to me to, to think how we got by for four years with a coach that hardly provided any technical feedback. I like, how did we all just buy into this and just accept it for what it was and not ever be like, can you help me do this better? Yep. And then it was, that was never a thing. It was just, this is the drill. It's like typical butterfly. We're going to work on this or we're going to work on attacking off a double block. But it was no insights. No, it was, it was just like, oh, like the objective is this, do that. And, and you know what I mean? It's no consideration for like an inside set, a tight set or what all this other stuff, right. right? We, I remember we had this one drill. It was all about wiping off the block. And then I'm just forced to do this, but like I can't do it if the set is inconsistent or if it's like right. off. I can't wipe it if it's a meter off. It has to be. <laughs> why would you even? And I'm like, so you? yeah, and it's just mm-hmm. the weirdest thing. And then I'm sitting here. I'm like, what are like what are we doing here? And then, but then by that point, I was so used to this coach. I'm like, I, I can't do anything about it. And this. he's I not. Have, he's not saying like go up and swing out of bounds. And he's not saying like yeah, yeah like because he's never done it right. Like right. That's the thing. It's it's like. He wasn't even able to. But he foresee. hid behind. He hid behind physical punishments, right? Like a lot of these coaches, they they just act angry and they're like run lines, or right? Yeah, right? you yeah, guys yeah. had that. Yeah. Right? So that's he what wasn't they as do. Bad as others, but yeah, yeah. But that's sure. what they do, right? Like so, I told. I think I told the story earlier on an episode where my kids were playing youth soccer, and I grew up playing a lot of soccer. So I would just sit there and watch the kids. Same way I watched volleyball. I wouldn't say anything. Whatever. Grateful for the coach that's giving their time. I remember like there was this one season where they had the coach come in. Um, previous season, they had two coaches come in, a husband and wife team. They didn't know anything about soccer, but they looked stuff up online and they researched and they gave drills and the kids had fun and they loved it. And that was it. It was great. No no complaints. 
technically not strong coaches, but they tried and they had fun. Then this guy comes in the next year. This is like when they're in grade, by the way, like four or five, like little kids. And he's like, we're going to run. And he and I know this guy is not a soccer guy. I know because this kid was on the team the year before. He didn't know anything about soccer. And but he's did, not an athlete himself. No. Well, I mean, he might be an athletic guy, like, but he was just okay. not, a, not a soccer guy, not not a formal sports guy, not a, right. not a varsity sport or never played organized sports, but athletic, you know? And... Um, so I'm like watching them. I'm like, oh crap! He's just like trying to run it like a pro football team here. They're just gonna run and run and run. And I'm like, these kids don't know how to pass. He goes to get them to do a passing drill, and he's like kicking it with his toe. And then his idea of a kickoff in soccer is to like kick it deep. <laughs> so like, don't do the little passing. Control. Oh, really? Like, yeah. So the team would just like they like run, boot it, boot it <laughs> to the other team. Like, no like, team at all that's ever like, does this. It's football. That's a football <laughs> yeah. kickoff. No, that's not like not, American football. Not, not, yeah, not, not European football. football. So <laughs> I was like, oh boy. Oh, and then and then he just made them run and run and run and run. And there's no not even fun scrimmage really. And <laughs> I was just like, man, this guy's hiding. I'm He's just, just using the physical yeah, yeah. training as hiding. I'm know? just imagining now. Imagine like uh, like an F1 driver or a MotoGP driver. Oh, you did that corner wrong. Like go, yeah. go do sprints, <laughs> That's man. That's great. It's great. Oh, point. sure. I'll save my life in the corner. Yeah. Great point. Yo, their heart rate is between 160 and 200 oh, BPM for and 45 minutes. And they lose how many pounds per race? Like 20 yeah. pounds? Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. The MotoGP guys, they all have to get surgery in their forearms wow. because the muscles get so strong and so big. I have to have that surgery. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, different 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 podcast. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, wrong show. Why did I bring that up? There's no need. But yeah, anyways, it's carpal, super carpal intense. Tunnel. I got a carpal in Crazy the intense Sorry. athleticism. And uh, yeah, they're not going to do physical punishment there because it makes absolutely no sense. Yeah, right. That would be they funny. Get out of the be, car. What? Yeah, get out of the get car. Out of the car. <laughs> run the yeah, circuit. Run the just circuit. run Go, the whole just circuit. Run. I'm so sick but of you. I can't even look still on it. It doesn't matter. Dodge them. Dodge. Jump over the cars. They're really low. can't even look at you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Nigel Mansell. It doesn't, uh, I don't know, man. It, 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 I was fine with it because for the most part, I think most of the time we had it, like there was, there was reason. And the big reason, and maybe the one I got mad at is when I had to run because the intensity of my teammates was low Mm. or even my own intensity. For sure, I've played many games or practices like that where I was just hanging out. But it's funny because if the coach is integral to your intensity, that's the, that's the weird thing. Well, that, the, the coach can be the reason if why. I, if you, I like you guys in, said, we had this coach with no feedback. And then if yeah. that's the coach punishing you, are like, but you're the reason I'm... Yeah. yeah. And if I'm coming into the 30th practice of the, of the season Ugh. and we're starting off the exact same way, we're in the same butterfly drill, and then we're going to do a serving objective thing where we have to serve tough or we have to get 100 serves over in a row consecutively Ugh. or something stupid like that. I'm so bored at this point. Yeah. I have schoolwork out of my butt i'm applying yeah. to jobs all and now i come in and i have this same oh anyway i'm it's, not gonna it, go it, well it doesn't even get into the escape like, it doesn't even get into the like uh, oh this is my refuge this is my right fun yeah yeah right intense that's like what, take that's my what mind practice was when yeah. i was younger it was yeah. literally an escape a fun place and you just yeah. yeah yeah and you had the good club experience like you had the you came through yeah. and everybody i think every coach you had was was a good coach and someone yeah. who knew the sport or knew something about sport. That brown guy, he was, he was really good looking though. <laughs> um, no, but you know that it. Um, there we go. I knew oh, it wasn't. In. No, there, what? Uh, 
Jesus. There you go. Um, yeah, uh, it's it's a. I think it's a crutch that a lot of coaches use when they don't have the skill to teach. Unless it is a high-level team where mm. they've taught you the fundamentals and then it can be a little wake-up call. And then, guys, you know what? I don't think you're feeling our girls. You know what? I don't think you're in this. Let's just do a couple of this. But even then, you can frame it differently. Like you The can, framing is everything. Framing is everything. Like, I'm so like, sick of you guys. Go run lines. That's a waste of time. Say, like, you know yeah. what, guys? I think uh, today, let's let's just get... You guys agree? You're not feeling... You're not in this? Are you yeah. seeing this? Okay, let's get going. What, what can get us going? Let's get running. Let's get moving. Uh, but then, you know, I the still think games. the answer is in the, yeah, the, the intensity of the drill. Like, yeah. Yeah. Goal-oriented drills um, with racing, like a comp- competitive element, really helps teams wake yeah. up. If you if you want to wake, it's still physical, it's still running, but it's still skill based, and it's getting them awake in a different way, rather than just sheer punishment. Because I think I think the punishment just sets. I think the most important thing that if anybody's listening to this, like the most uh, detrimental thing to a team that's getting punished with physicality is that they will just play more scared. It's like the player that's afraid they're going to yeah. lose their spot. Like, you know, the sub that comes in, you know, the sub that comes in and the coach is like watching them and they're on a short leash. Yeah, yeah. That player never does well because the coach is ready to yank them out. Um, you need to, as a coach, make sure that your players have peace of mind. And if you... If you're ruling with fear, for sure, how they're never going to forget it. They're always going to associate it with you. Yeah, and they're just going to play scared. And like we all know that playing scared means less performance. It's the opposite of flow or whatever you want to call yeah. it, the zone, whatever you want to call it. You want players to be in the zone and playing free. And if there's a coach that's going to punish the whole team with physical punishment, then you're just going to make every rep uh, filled with fear, and that means more mistakes. Like we've seen coaches that scream at players that uh, that look at that team the ones that look over at their coach all the time on the bench they're not playing free and they just keep messing up and the yeah. coach keeps getting more frustrated and the team keeps getting more scared and it just leads to a horrible season for everybody yeah because these are also typically the coaches that kind of have the blowouts on the side of the bench 100 and then yeah the people the players on the bench are not going to be able to support the ones on the court as well they're not going to be that team where they have a good like you know cheering section support when they're off like that's huge right mm-hmm. in volleyball it's always awesome it's, it's it's a lot of fun when you get a huge point like as you land from your spike you kind of turn around and then like run down the sideline towards your team like <laughs> it's kind of sweet to like do yeah. stuff like that right? and when they're already standing on their feet and they're like super amped for you or right? that, yeah the momentum of like coming back and that bench getting loud yeah 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 because momentum is massive right especially yeah. But if there's that cloud that your coach, even the cold stare, like some coaches go to the cold stare in the huddle, they'll say things like, you know, guys, you know, we're going to run a lot on Monday or we're going to run a lot next week. That's funny. I wrote this down. The the game loss. The threat. The threat. That that crap. Great. My daughter's team last year had it. The coach was like, we're going to run a lot. You can tell me that when the next time we're at practice, you don't need to tell me now and then wait three days. Yeah. Because now I have three days to think about how crappy this practice is going to be. Or I'm going to play the rest of this match like crap because we're yeah. thinking about how much we're going to get punished. Yeah. And again, playing fa- uh, afraid. You know? Well, it just makes fear, threats. Like, come on. You can't. How you do anything is how you do everything. Yeah. Right? So yeah. You're, yeah. you're just being associated with these kind of cheap cheap mechanisms. Um, yeah, I think, I think they're co- coaching shortcuts. I think they're like coaching like instant it's like a way for non uh respectable or like you know coach with who can't wow you with his or her knowledge 
is going to intimidate you. I'm trying with, to understand the train of thought of where it comes from. It's like, it's, oh, I want respect. Team... I want respect. Okay. So like a coach that can't earn the respect the other way is going to make you respect them this way. You might, you don't respect me, but you're going to fear me. That's nice. it. Right. Or you're, I think yeah. this is my way of you making you respect me. I can't, I don't know more than you. So I'm just going to run you into the ground when you mess up. That'll be my power over you. That's the only power I have over you. Whereas me, like when I'm coaching, I like come in and <clears throat> the player will respect me because I'm going to tell them stuff that I know is going to work. You know, like I'm like, oh, wow, you're not, you're not really taking your steps right. You're, you know, your footwork's a little wrong here or there, or you're not getting outside as a blocker or whatever. Here's what you're doing wrong, you know? Um, rather than just punishing the blocker for not getting out like oh you're not getting out there run well why am i not getting out there? yeah doesn't yeah, matter yeah. Run. <laughs> yeah. Like, what yeah like you said the f1 driver right like yeah turn the corner better what <laughs> turn the corner better how am i gonna do it run what <laughs> isn't 500 that a, squats isn't that, right a, isn't that a different thing entirely? Yeah. no so it doesn't make sense that's uh the that example of that coach doing that like that's the thing that kind of that pisses me off enough to make me actually go if i saw that i can I see kid, mentally i would want to go and like I'd be like give me this team let me coach it and then that's, i'll show you and that's where a lot of people like, end up going a lot of high level players just have to come in and coach eventually i was like weirdly patient there's a sense of competition it. in that right to be um, like i can do this better but then or uh, or like or just like not even competition there's just like like you have it so wrong i have to step in you know yeah actually, i just right a, that's what a, it is i had a it's business i didn't want to uh cloud in and i just wanted my kids to like you know I, we were hoping like a whole club experience like yeah we were hoping to find a coach that you know had the right philosophy mindset it was just impossible it wasn't there not, not once not once i don't think a high school coach was good they had a, a good high school yeah, coach yeah. who got it but she was high level athlete like yeah. national level she understood process and she was young but she she understood that you know better than any club coach they ever met so it, it, and that's our proof that it's not and it wasn't just us because like everybody else on the team had the same experience but um is there but sorry I, you were gonna say something did we, we cut you off from a point that you there's were a make? few things is yeah. there is there more or less time for the physical training now for kids oh boy teams well because like so, we barely had enough so clubs now it's interesting because what they're doing is they are um a lot of clubs have like two to three days of gym time and then they'll add an additional day of weight training or physical training. Mm. Uh, that, and sometimes, tough, yeah. and sometimes, yeah, it's tough. Like it's sometimes with a service provider at a lot of places, like they'll have like a gym partnership or some training organization that will train them. But the weird thing is that they're not taking into account um, like recovery stuff. Like, yeah. so like your tournaments might be Saturdays and then, and then oh, but the only time is Sunday, no Sunday. Like That's, it's crazy. Like the next day after like swinging all day and then you got to go do shoulder training. Like, it, it, and the yeah, business yeah. doesn't care. Like the, yeah. the, the weight training provider doesn't care. Cause they're like, yeah, we just got to fit them in when we can. Well, that's just, yeah. Negligence. Yeah. It's not, it's just like, it's more the business side taking over and well, yeah. we better throw in a gym day because that's what the other club is doing. And, um, so it's a, it's a weird, like, you know, in, in theory, what, what clubs should probably you know it's funny like what a club should do is build into the cost like a little little um band system for players and athletes yeah and just tell them like here's some exercises that you guys should do on off days at home you know with some bands and like they're not expensive right yeah um so and some and some body, weight, body weight yeah body weight exercises yeah right? that's 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 definitely that's a better. great idea rather than here's when you do it and yeah. here's like you have to do it today because you have this is a rest day 
um, after tournament, relax, you know, a jump rope. Mm-hmm. I guess the tough thing about skipping in the winter, if you don't have access to a gym or a room with a ceiling. Yeah. I'm actually hoping to do some jump rope. Jump rope's nice. I actually forgot about it. I have, I do it to warm good. up. Yeah. But it is a good way to like in between sets. It's a good, uh, it's good for jumping. I haven't done it for a while. It's kind of exhausting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got one of those jump ropes with, uh, no rope. It's just the handles now. So I, oh I, yeah. yeah. Have you seen those? Yeah. <laughs> They're real. Would you, would you? I just don't think they, like, I mean, the whole point is to get over the rope, right? So it's like, oh, I don't have to get over the rope now. <laughs> it's like, what the, what the hell are you doing? Is it just like glow sticks and you put some rave yeah. music on? Actually, pretty soon it'll just be me twirling my wrist. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have to jump. I could, I figured I could just oh, bob, I thought you're, you're, just you're my kidding. No, no, I was, I was kidding. Okay. Oh, but you. I'm not kidding about that. They exist. The ones without the rope. The ones without the rope. You haven't seen them? No. There's these things that are like weighted and you just jump and there's, there's no rope. It's just like weighted things that but you're that's, doing. That's yeah. the. There's no, I know. There's no goal. I, I can't jump rope. I know, but this rope. is the society we live in now. What? They know. They're tired of that rope getting in the way. Uh, like pretty soon, they're gonna get rid of the net in volleyball, right? Hey, why oh do we have a net? God. Why do we have a net when uh, now everybody can hit? No, I'm just kidding. But the rope thing is real. There is a thing that exists like that because you can technically, if you think about it, if you just jump. Well, yeah, but it's you're jumping, but you're not getting over the rope, and you don't have that failure, and you don't have well, that and interruption. Well, like the coordination and like the and there's something better. And there's something about that. Oh crap! Hitting the rope and going ah yeah, you know, and then like yeah, jump higher. <laughs> not anymore. It's real. Yeah, that usually when you're getting too tired or something, you hit yeah, you're, and you're like, your ah, feet shit. drag and you gotta lift more and yeah. And then you don't get to do the the whoop, the crazy cross things and the double skip. Well, you can do it. The, you can do it. And the side to side. You can do it. <laughs> no, you can't. It's just easier. <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> it's even easier. You can do it more. Uh, you can do like a you 360. You just see me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and do it like eight times. Clear it every time. Uh, <laughs> it's easier. No, no. Come on. That's what we want. We want to no. make things easy, Eric. That's so what we want weighted, to do as a society. And they glow. Do they have... Oh, I don't want to know. Yeah. Well, you should tell the people. Speaking of easier, this is just AI. We're not even here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah. AI. You're right. You're AI. right. Yeah, people, don't, people don't look this good in real life. True. <laughs> we pause to look at the cameras in case you're just listening. Yes. Um, Go back and you can take a photo. Mm. Was it on you or me? Um, uh, first, I had it on me and then I held a funny face and then I held it on you, but you lost the funny face. Yeah. You. Do it again. Oh. Do it. Look at the camera and do a funny face. Well, at the camera? Well, funny. Like that. There you go. That's as sexy as it gets. Um, <laughs> uh, the anyway. Um, the anyway. So if you're... Um, if you're skipping without a rope... Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> Skip it. <laughs> Skip the ropeless... No. Um, so you, you had something else you were going to say, I think. Uh, well, not really. I was thinking of like when, like when our coaches when are they using the punishment but it's usually some objective based thing mm-hmm. um i realize it's not really well right. no it's true and well, we covered it because like if you're doing it to wake a team up that's very highly skilled and knows what they're doing and they're yeah. just then it makes sense because now they're mentally checked out and maybe you could and sort they of get it yeah yeah they understand it and they are aware of it and they need to focus and uh but if you're using it for little kids because that's what you saw the pro coach do that doesn't work yeah it means that you're just losing your time to help them because they need real skill with little kids there's so many fun ways to get them to like run hard and they'll enjoy it yes and then go and do soccer like yeah they'll gas themselves out and then recover in a few minutes and then you can go do skills so it's really makes no sense yeah my philosophy with any youth practice is that they need my wife say this to you like they, they should be exhausted sweaty and laughing 
when yeah. they leave the, if it's a youth program and that kid is tired la- like sweaty and laughing that's a great practice you know it's funny last night because the the gym was cold mm-hmm. so new group of adults and i get there and i didn't want to take too much time with introduction and getting to know each other's the first day of a, a new clinic we just started so i was just like ah oh, like just everyone warm up and do like a quick lap mm-hmm. right and then i was going to do something else after that i was just going to do a typical volleyball thing where you go to the baseline do lunges do all this stuff and anyways they run and then they get back and then meg uh, I was like, oh, well, what should we do for warm up? She's like, well, well, do like line tag. And I was like, oh, but they're like, oh, so they don't want to do stuff like that. And then she's like, no, they're going to love it. I was like, all right. And it basically, because there's a whole bunch of lines on a typical court, yep. it's like, you got it. We're going to play tag, but you can only run along these lines. Mm. And oh, so that's cool. It, I, they loved it. It was hilarious. Adults just want to be they, like kids. They loved it. Yeah, yeah, I loved it. I was like, I played it. I'm like, this is actually, this is hilarious. Mm-hmm. It was, it was a whole bunch of fun. I'm like, well, and you did that for the whole hour and a half. <laughs> we did it for like, like ten minutes. I was we exhausted. Vo- shouldn't we play volleyball? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> it was for, it was it was also really funny because like there'd be a, like a group of like eight people along this one like one part of the line and then the it person started chasing one of them mm-hmm. and they all got backed up in the <laughs> cram <laughs> That's awesome. so like obviously it's super easy like if yeah. that one person you can jam up, so. so they had fun they had fun i know it's it, pretty funny and it's the same with kids programs like if you want them yeah. more intense then step up your game you know as a coach just think a little bit yeah and just like it doesn't even have to be thinking it's literally honestly as simple as like like it could be We're being a good mood in a way well one of our right? best warm-ups like you know one of the, the national teams do this a lot too and one of the things that we did was we played basketball yeah like our coach would literally that get us sweet. to do basketball i think i did it with you guys too we'd play yeah. play uh play pickup pass like yeah. a little like it gets you running that. it gets you moving it's loose it's a different sport yeah and then when you come on the court you're ready you're warm you're having fun and then you can go into some intense uh um, you know, like competitive team versus team player yeah. versus player stuff with fewer players on the court, by the way. So they have to move and like, you know, there's diving and there's laughing and there's exhaustion and funny things happen. And those points where, you know, someone hits the tape and gets the point and they're like laughing or, yeah. you know, some weird, you know, shank and everybody's taunting each other. Like that's fun. And that's, that's how you up the intensity without the craziness. Yeah. And then they're already, they're already gassed. They're already getting their cardio and there's no punishment element and there's less fear next time they hit the court. Yeah. And next, you know, in that setting, you'll get players taking risks and you'll, you know, like you can even reward them for more aggressive play. You can actually build in like, Hey, you know what? Two points. If you do a, an ace on your serve, you know, double the points or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I like the basketball thing too, because different athletes can shine. Mm. You know, like we're, we're always playing volleyball. We always, we know who's better at all these skills or whatever. And then you get into right. a different sport. That's a great point. Different. Yeah. And I love that because then they get that feeling and the yeah. humility yeah, the best player the might humility. be humbled in yeah. that where like Big the worst time. player might be the best basketball shot or something. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. interesting because it gives them a chance to do something. Or like, you know, maybe one of your players is the best at freeze tag. No, I'm just kidding. Too juvenile? No. Freeze tag is fun. Freeze tag is fun. Um, no, but you know what I mean? Like we all, even kids want to feel like younger kids sometimes. Yeah. It's kind of fun to do that. And make them lose that too cool for school thing too. Like that's the thing with teenagers is you have to make, you have to get them out of there. Like I'm too cool to play freeze tag. Yeah. But then they get going and, uh, they can uh, feel like they were young kids again too. Right. They get tagged and then they go, I'm going to take a selfie. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, but they get into it. Like that's one of the coolest things. I remember coaching like a lot of youth clinics and like, 
one of the cool things is seeing that those those kids that are like at that age of 13 14 and they're starting to get self-conscious Dude, that's what sports help me with yeah and then they loosen up get and they lose, they lose their yeah. like uh, self-obsession i think they yeah. become so that's where the team thing comes into like where once they get going and there's a team like team dodgeball or something where you're accountable to a group yeah. freeze tag where you're representing a team or something um was it at your practices where we used to do the uh, you know the person would fall backwards and we would catch them trust i think we did t- trust things yeah. oh i was actually joking but oh, did we actually whoops. i don't know maybe <laughs> I've, I've done that before oh yeah trust uh, it, it might have been phys ed wasn't it in phys ed class probably phys, i think phys ed class we used to do that yeah like I, not my like as a student i remember doing that trust falls or whatever yeah and uh yeah and like you're, you're like if you're with a jerk yeah. you're like i'm not doing this game i know this oh, yeah, guy you just do it with two people to start with Oof. yeah actually yeah yeah like, oh no gosh. but no one ever let anyone fall i hope oh are you kidding me of course <laughs> of course they did well, they, really people would do okay that. i guess we're doing this on mats then we must have been yeah we do it i don't know sometimes well i mean the teacher would kill you if you did how do you let someone that's insane i know but it's funny right <laughs> 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 well, yeah, like, well, if you did on car, I'm pretty sure my brothers did that. Like we did that to each other. We're like, oh, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> what did? Uh, <laughs> yeah, they would, they but they would expect. <laughs> no, 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 no. They would expect it to brothers, get your hands never. down. Like, like I'll keep my hands here for like three quarters of the way. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't trust you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, trust. Yeah, well, I just met you. It's like what we were talking about before the podcast. <laughs> trust me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ah! Anyway. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> anyway, real me, podcast, real me. Anyway. Um, yeah. So I think if we were going going back and reviewing, physical punishments have a time and place. I think for well trained, fully formed athletes who might need a wake up call. But even then, yeah. I think you can frame it as like, hey. We're not on it today. Let's sharpen up. You're providing the reason. And you're providing a reason yeah. of why, not just a, I'm punishing you. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of high-level athletes would be like, yep, we need this. And a lot of, a lot of athletes crave that when they see their teammate. Like, Actually, like that's this, important. Because right? failing to do that as a coach is also important. Yes. Right? Right. Because you're you're sending the wrong message yeah. to the athletes who like, and it's the same and with they're the, they're counting on you to actually step in and change. Yeah, because there could be a few athletes that are there that are present that are working hard because it's, not, it's and they see it. it yeah, and you're it's not usually doing not anything. everyone. Yeah, but like in volleyball, you can't not single people can't carry right. It's always so team based. Hence why this mm-hmm. is important. Yeah, and I see that like you know it's funny because that's kind of universal because I see it as an employer too. Like if somebody's not doing their job. Uh, the rest of the team is looking to the coach or the boss to be right. like, um, totally. Otherwise, why am I? Why am I? Busting I can't my ass, because it right? doesn't seem right coming from me, or it's not going to work coming from yes, me. Yes, yes. There's a certain sense of responsibility. Like it's like a teacher too. I think I think students have been in classes where the teacher has no control over the class, and the kids like, why isn't the teacher doing anything? Yeah, right. There's a whole, and in that case, it's a little different because you don't have that team goal, but. But there is that they look to the authority figure to sometimes do that when it comes to fully formed, um, fully formed uh, older athletes, I think. But in the, in the youth game, I think when you are working with athletes who aren't focused, I think that that's where you bring in the intense gameplay. And it doesn't have to be, by the way, super like, hey, guys, let's have a fun practice. It could be all right. Uh, you three Why'd here. Why'd you do that voice? What? <laughs> hey guys. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Just, hey guys. That's my YouTube <laughs> voice. That's my. Hey guys. Today I'm going to show you how to. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Oh you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's I do. I'm going to show you how to. 
I almost think like you know, my, know my favorite is when people do that and they're like hey guys and then you look at the video views and it's like two views and you know it's the same person who made the video who checked it twice or something <laughs> two different devices hey guys there's nobody watching stop saying that um but anyway so the the um it doesn't have to be this uber positive thing it could still be an intense like you know hey guys you know what we're dragging our feet we're not in this yeah you three here you three there you three are team you three are team and and it's a race to five go and you could even mix in if you want to put in the consequence of like you know loser has to take down or the team that finishes last has to do something or something like that that could be kind of yeah that could be kind of fun then it's an intense thing not a not a like i hate the whole team kind of thing or you're all going to play scared Um, yeah it's a more of a competitive thing right um that's how you bring it in and so it doesn't have to be uber like you know we did say the fun thing the fun takes care of itself in that activity because it's got competition it's got score and it has like the kids like when the the team at the end of that is going to be laughing and they're going to be sweaty and they're going to be exhausted and that's the goal and you change their mind state like that's that's chemicals in the brain yeah Yeah. yep it's a real it's a real tangible difference in the room without the whole um well, that, introducing fear and yeah and the more having those experiences of showing up one way not in like which is as adults now when we exercise the main the only reason why we lose our consistency or stop is because we just don't want to do it mm-hmm. but that's like it every time it's just on some days it's way worse than other days but you, you just don't want to do it unless it's not for everyone. I do know some people that work out fanatically every day, and that's just and that's they're sometimes doing it for the wrong reason. Yeah, right. That's the the danger. Like you can yeah. work out every day for the wrong reason. And I think there there is a there is a way to like to be motivated where it's not like you like I I don't I, I just worked out before this and I didn't I didn't hate it. I actually you know it was a little tough to get going. I didn't do as much as I wanted, but like I do feel great. But it was yeah. It's always a little, little tough to start, but not. Wasn't awful, but mm-hmm. what my point is just like they you're teaching these athletes that they can show up one way and end up leaving, and they, so they can change it through the mechanism of exercise. Which and that's the it, wouldn't it be cool like if at the end of the like a practice like that where a coach does that, if they had the wherewithal, if they were like a workout or athlete themselves to say, Now, guys, I want you to think about how yeah. you walked in here today. Like, you could do this with your adults too, right? In your youth clients, how you walked in here today. And how you're feeling. That's a good point. And how you feel now. Yeah. And I want you to remember this the rest of your life, like in terms of, you know, what does physical fitness and exhaustion, competitiveness, working hard do to my physiological state? Because that's why you and I keep working out, right? Like I just said it last week. I was having a really weird week emotionally. I was exhausted. You almost moved to... Sleep deprived. Yeah. I almost moved. I almost... uh, Costa Rica or I was going to say... Columbia or Venezuela, but yeah, in my mind, I I was elsewhere. Yeah, I was out on a bow of a tree, trapped, waiting for the fire department. <laughs> <laughs> meow, meow. Uh, See, I but the the fear of embarrassment was stronger. Yes, yes. <laughs> so but, you know, if we were, I got my own, if we actually had, a, if we tree. actually had a listening audience, you know, yeah, there would be meme, memes of you on the internet, right, going up yeah, now be, with your yeah, face with on a face. cat's body stuck in a tree with the fire department, <laughs> you know, trying to get you down, and uh, you know paralyzed with fear would be but anyway uh and but AI no and then and then that's why it. we go in the gym because we're aware of that like me, me having that off week you not feeling the best and then getting in the gym working out feeling better afterwards that's what you want to pass on to your athletes right that yeah yeah has real tangible benefits for how you feel at the beginning how you feel at the end uh that's that, that's a great point that you brought up and just didn't finish off the way i did yeah <laughs> well 
Yeah, well, like a, yeah, I'm a setter. Yeah, you're a, dist- a <laughs> yeah, you're a distributor. <laughs> you sure ain't a boss. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I can't. Talk. Anyway, I think we're out of time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Of, do you have more? Of, do you have more? No, I'm just laughing. At you saying yeah, we're out of time? We're out of time. That's yeah, an yeah, old TV thing. Yeah. Right? People, it's the internet. We have endless time, unless you say the wrong thing, and then they take away your, <laughs> take away your YouTube channel forever. That's the other podcast. Yes, other podcast. All right, everybody. Uh, so that's episode. We're 50. running out of memory. We're running out of memory. Uh, <laughs> there you go. That's all the that's all the memory we have today. That's all the terabytes uh, we got. <laughs> terabytes. No it's like a sixteen hour podcast. Well, we're out of terabytes. Um, okay, everybody. Uh, so we hope you enjoy that episode. And uh, of course, as always, you are welcome to comment on Spotify. Has its comments thing now. So if people want really? to comment, yeah, I saw that. We actually get some comments on there. <laughs> Wow! Dang, yeah, yeah, I it's kind of cool. Looking. It's kind of cool and offensive. How long do they have that? It kind of hurt my. How feelings. many episodes? Has it been like twenty episodes? I don't know. <laughs> I've been Great. looking though. I think I've been looking. <laughs> Great. But anyway, but if I'm gonna look right now. But on YouTube, of course, that's where we get. You know, yes, we read the comments and even the hurtful ones. We enjoy them. Yeah, I think they're uh, awesome. Yeah, because like it means that you're Doesn't paying attention. Makes me stronger. <laughs> Kelly Clarkson. Yeah. Um, no, but if you are watching, like, subscribe, of course, that's the reason why, uh, you know, this, yes, uh, please. that help really helps us, uh, we're coming close to a thousand subscribers now on YouTube, which I think is an accomplishment. We will do a naked episode if we hit a thousand. Whoa, that's a deterrent. Now they won't oh. do it. Uh, no, um, we, uh, we also are coming close to 4,000 Facebook. Why that? That's okay. Cause you're weird. <laughs> uh, four, you're like a kitten on a tree. Brown. Yeah. A kitten on a brown. Bow on a bow. On a bow. Kitten on a bow. Wow. Anyway. Anyway, no, what I was saying was if you subscribe to us on YouTube, that's super helpful. And then if you uh, like our Facebook page and follow us on Instagram, we are there. We put up clips and links to episodes there. So uh, that always helps us and makes us feel like you are listening because sometimes we don't know how many people listen. Like we get a lot of views and the views don't match the subscription majority. Is that what it is? Yeah. I don't know. We don't oh. know they're out there. Um, anyway, I'm going to shut up now because Eric's scrolling. He's done. So, yeah. <laughs> all right. If, uh, if yeah. you like this, did you, just click. <laughs> I didn't crack. You did. did not, no, yeah, it didn't. Yeah. No, it didn't. You did. I, uh. didn't. Just re- go back. Go back. Just rewind. replay Okay, I'll rewind. It didn't crack. I'm, I'm rewinding right now. I did not just go through Okay, puberty. just hold on. I'm going to rewind. <laughs> okay, you're going to rewind right now? Yeah, rewind. Okay. What's the big idea?